You're listening to the Water Into Wine podcast, hosted by Grace Valentine and Ketley Valcourt. Into Wine podcast. My name is Grace Valentine. I'm one of the co-hosts here, and my lovely best friend, Ketley Velcourt, is the other co-host here. It's always funny we have to talk about ourselves in like third. Per- I don't think we have to talk about ourselves in third person. We just start doing it, and then we can't go back. I know. I'm like, it's, but the introduction has to feel so serious. I feel like to start off. But today we have a special guest, and so, and I'll be honest with how I met Whitney, even though I feel like I shouldn't. Hopefully, it won't make go my publisher. Okay, Whitney, here's me. So Whitney going is even uh, she's my friend first i want to say that but she's she's a mom i look up to and so mm. and she's the coolest she has she's an actress she's been in a lot of movies she was in forever my girl which i know a lot of us nicholas sparks romantic comedy that's not a comedy that's like a sad romantic one that'll put you in your feels but we've all seen those she had a small part in that but at the end of the day she's big done big things doing big things has three boys who are all in their 20s so like mm-hmm. A lot of us, you know, we plan on hopefully finding someone in our 20s so she can give us a cool perspective. But when I had heard of her through, like, mutual friends, like, of, like, knowing of, of her children and, like, mutual people. And I'll never forget one time I have a secret sin. It's bad. No one goes to tanning bed. But <laughs> I, do it, I do know. It. Don't do it. It's addictive. Uh, <laughs> occasionally, like, in summer especially, I'll go, like, maybe once before a beach trip to open up my pigments. <laughs> Catley doesn't have to worry about this, okay? Anyways. And then I will go to this place called South Beach Teening Company. And I'll never forget, I had heard of Whitney Goen. She's an actress. She's this cool, pretty mom in the area. And literally in front of me, I hear Whitney Goen level five. And I was like, oh, my gosh. One, that's the Whitney Goen I've heard of. Two, it's level five. So then we were at a bridal shower. And I'll never forget, I saw Whitney Goen. And I remember whispering in her ear. Was like, tan? Yes. You look so <laughs> tan, Whitney. You look so good. I was like, the, you you know, sometimes I'll see someone come out the tanning bed who looks like plastic, who's like an older lady. And so it's like, after you went it was like a very beautiful mom i'm like oh i'm good like (laughs) yeah like i could tell i'm not gonna get wrinkles from this thing which is you probably will i probably will but anyways i saw her at the bridal shower and i was like you look so tan i was like south beach tanning company level five and then the next time i went back to the tanning bed they were like someone upgraded you to level five for a month and i knew it was whitney anyways whitney introduce yourself hey okay when we were just discussing this whole tanning bed thing before we started and there's something just glorious about it you get in there you feel the sun on your face just for two minutes so yeah i'm i I will not we all choose a vice you know yes (laughs) and it's just a feel-good vice yep i love it don't Um, recommend it but i do it so but but yes i'm so torn because it it just is happy and it makes me feel good yeah the vitamin d just a little burst of, of true color um okay so yeah hi guys i'm whitney Gowen, and my maiden name is hewitt i was born and raised in orlando Still in Orlando, I I have so many things to say about that because of the experience I've had here. I love it. I am now live a mile from where I grew up, and I went to Florida State University um, and married. Live have lived here ever since, and I have three boys. 
I have four dogs. I four dogs? Yeah. You have more dogs? Are they girl dogs? Did you like try no. to add some estrogen? No. Isn't that funny? There's one girl dog. Oh, yeah. Harper. You didn't try to she's help precious. yourself. And she's so girly. She's so cute. And then three boys. I know. I needed a little more. I know. I, need, I, know. I know. But there's just something. Once you've had a few boys, you're like, all right, just bring them on. I there. always say, me and Ketley have both said, we like, I don't know if I could do three girls, but I will gladly do three Aww. boys. Oh, I have always wanted to be a boy mom. It's I think fun. it's so fun. I think boys, are, they feel like, okay. Because we were girls when we were younger, and we knew how dramatic and yeah. how much and just like over the top we were. I was like, I don't want to give birth to myself. <laughs> like, I don't want, I know I, I put my payback. <laughs> right, right. I know. Right. It's like, I'm so sorry, mom, but I can't do this. Like, right. I want to have sons and completely avoid it. And I told my mom that. And she was just like, just for that, you're going to have like four of them. Just you're wait. Have so many girls. So <laughs> I just, I commend you, a boy mom. That is a dream. I it love is. it. It is. It's dreamy. It is dreamy. I remember on my third, when I was pregnant with my third, people, you know, just say, you're cheering for that girl, right? I was like, no. I just, I don't want to know how to do the hair now. I know boys. I yeah. want to cheer them for another boy. And it's cheaper. Wow. I got all the, you yeah. know, the footballs, yeah. the, the classic. Yeah. And wait, so how old are your sons now? They are, my oldest is Drew. He's 26. Middle is Matt. He is 23. And my youngest is JD. And he just turned 21 last weekend. Oh, awesome. Now, now wine is at every family function. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can always do that. Okay, so since your sons are around like probably the age of a lot of the listeners of the podcast. Mm -hmm. What is your advice? Since you kind of see the male brain of 20-somethings yeah. very up close front, what's your advice <laughs> to a lot of the girls listening about guys in their 20s? About guys in their 20s, gosh. Well, and my three sons, oh, that was the name of the TV show way back in oh, the day. Yeah. <laughs> my, my three, three sons. sons are just, you know, I know I'm a mom talking, I'm biased, but truly they're just great young men. And I think what I would say is that they are processing so much and their hearts are so big and they are good to the core and they are just as often confused or searching or, or wanting to do the right thing and, and, and be the kind of guy that they're supposed to be. That is that is such a huge desire of my sons and I see them seeking and praying and asking and inquiring and also just wanting to meet people and have something so authentic you know just something so real where they can be themselves and feel known and seen just like I think we've all felt you know as women in our days they just they desire that and they're good guys and I think they don't want to be assumed as other I mm -hmm. guess you know and does that make sense oh totally we had a girl mm -hmm. we talked about last podcast who said that she gets like She's, like, so confident in herself. She ha thinks, like, she knows her faith. She knows her God. Mm -hmm. But she still gets, like, social anxiety around guys she's interested in. Right, and I'm like, right, right. okay, the other day, guys, like, even the cool, confident guys, I'm not saying your sons are socially anxious people. Right. But, like, they're still, like, they're not these, like, species of uh, lions, no. like, ready to <laughs> roar. Like, no. they're human. Like, they're figuring it out. Like, you can't think that they're just, like, I think we put a lot of pressure on young men, especially, to one like, yes, it'd be great if they lead and always make the first move, but there's nothing wrong with also, I think, putting yourself out there a little, you know, because mm -hmm. they're, they're anxious too, you know? Yeah. Thank you. That's exactly what I was su suggesting and saying is that they are going through all the same thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have these three boys and they're, like, older and, like, they are, you know, dating and all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. I think sometimes it's hard to remember, like, one, they – get they get nervous mm -hmm. but like how do you kind of just like walk with the girls in their lives because Aww. like I think it's sometimes it's hard to like 
meet the mom like yeah. you know it's like yes. what like how do you be like okay you know like oh, that's a great question and that what advice do you give to girls who are dating someone who may be about to meet the mom on a summer <gasps> july 4th trip oh, or, you know, yeah. how interesting how specific yeah. go to like the lake like you know like the typical like summer things that happen right. or, yeah like, always a trip like to the mountains or the beach like, and like just now meeting you you're so relaxed you're so Aww. chill like i mean like that'd be eat her on our chair in the back <laughs> she's like she looks so cozy <laughs> guys that's how me and Kelly are always literally so like it's easy for anyone to feel comfortable around you but like obviously you know you're meeting the family you're meeting the mom so like that's just a nerve-wracking absolutely feeling how would you totally get that I totally get that well first of all as my boys have dated I get very attached like when a girl comes in I am like I get I get very nervous you know because Mm -hmm. I'm like well I know how to talk to a girl do I know what to say to a girl how you know what she thinks like I probably have dog poop on me somewhere like who knows I don't know like do I need to so just know that if they're anything like me and I am so big on on speaking from my own experience because I know very well that opinion and speculation are so relative and and so speaking for myself Mm -hmm. I am probably just as nervous as you are and I just want to make you feel welcomed and loved and known and get to know you and truly get to know you like I don't I there's nothing for me again my my personal self no expectation I I have never been the type of mom to have a picture of what I think my son should be or should have in his life I'm always take a picture of where we are and jump all in and Mm -hmm. so that comes that came with girls as well I'm like where are we what are we doing okay like I I, tell me what you like about her because then it will tell me something about you too you know Mm -hmm. and so then I go in expectantly just in awe and wonder of what God's brought into my home and it excites me but I do get very attached and there's a breakup I'm like oh no, oh, I I liked her. Yeah. we had planned this yeah. weekend. Yeah. Mom friend, I'm also close with. I, I don't think Angie'd mind. I just remember when her son went through a breakup. She was like, "This was the hardest it's thing so I've hard. ever had to experience." I was like, "It's just because she's so kind. Like she took her in her as her own." But it is like that, yeah. like you know that. Then they, it's your sons, like you know, like yeah. that's you're obviously yeah. team yeah. team sons. Yeah, you know? right, right. It's but hard. It, it is like when you're a kind soul. But I know some girls may not have that relationship. Like I know there are some moms out there who kind of have especially boy moms get a bad rap for I'm not saying it's true like right with they're not used to a girl coming in and right like, oh is she gonna and like girl, take my spot or, or like, girls feel like they have to show like a resume to the mom like you right, know these right. are what I'm doing this Gosh, is whatever I hate that I, I hate that I, I just I think that's what's so harmful for young men and young women or this sense of expectation and rising to some level of success in every arena so that you're presentable or so that you're favorable and it's just not true. And I mean, I would say for all of you in your 20s, I still don't know what I'm doing. You know, I'm still by the grace of God and by every prayer and by every day. So who am I to 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 try and, and put any turn in my head on what your situation is or what you're doing or what your decisions are? That's yeah. God is so present and I don't want to squelch the Holy Spirit in any way. So when someone walks in my door, I'm curious. I'm curious and yeah. with awe and wonder and 
I'm, I'm also curious about my son's mind. Like what, like what do you, I, this will show me more about who you are, you oh, know? I and I, and I love that. People that you think you're better around. And I also love that you kind of come with this no pressure mindset of like, I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And I'd encourage like girls in general, like you're not dating, you're not going to marry the family. Right. You're marrying the guy, you know, yeah. you hope to have a great relationship. Right. And same with, you know, if you're marrying him because you like the family, then that's a sad thing. If his mm-hmm. family is a little tougher, like you're not ma- like, you know, yes, it right. is your family will become his in some ways. Like you might have to spend Thanksgiving. They'll be part of your life and mm-hmm. you should strive to have a great relationship. But if it doesn't feel easy, remember that at the end of the day, you those are variables out of even his control. Like, mm-hmm. just go for it. Get to know him. Get to know them. If that person's not having the mindset of, I want to get to know your heart just to know you and to know right. my son more, right. then you come with that mindset. Like, yeah. you change the way that the conversation I goes. I love that. Cause, and I'm so sorry for the pressure that's put on you guys because I know that can be so hard. But to your question of, of 4th of July, like our Thanksgiving, where you're first meeting them, just be authentically you mm-hmm. and you know and know that living in the question mark of that moment is okay to feel um, uncertain is okay just be present and just be curious and I think too just show what you love about their son like I love seeing like I love hearing from the girl oh JD's blah 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 or, or Matt's blah 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 or Drew's blah 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 I'm like oh that's <laughs> see that I see that too yeah Yeah. but just out of all sincerity and honesty and even tangible things I'm like Mm -hmm. I feel like moms always love if you bring a thoughtful gift it doesn't have to be that you don't have to bring like top shelf whiskey no you know but like if you bring like if you bake like a like a cake or if you like if you bring a candle or if you like write a thank you card after like little things like that sweet and I can I give a little example of that my Mm -hmm. sweet new daughter-in-law Cassie um, I love her. She's married to my middle son, Matt, and he is a Marine. But I knew her. They knew each other in middle school. That's so sweet. It's so sweet. But then he went to a different high school. They kind of separated. Life gets hard and different. And he, at some point, I said, you should reach out to Cassie. Yes, I'm, I'm claiming. Like, I would like to I'm claiming. Credit. I'm taking some credit on this. But sure. um, he, he did. And I had loved her in seventh and eighth grade. I hadn't seen her since, really. I'd run into her a couple little places at a wedding and such. But um, they start, so he did, and it's a beautiful story. It's a whole different, it's a beautiful story. But he invited her over, and he cooked dinner for her at our home. And I was over at the beach. It was during COVID. COVID had just started. Yeah. So it was a COVID romance. So it, it, they had an amazing night talking, and then he, her parents allowed me to be a COVID home. So she came over to the beach to visit us, and she brought a book about animals and the the fair treatment of animals because she was an ag major uh, animal science at florida and she knew i loved animals so she brought this she said i thought you would love this i just studied Aww, this book and i'm like so sweet oh yeah, that's a specific yeah i'm at the beach yes and she knows i love animals so she shows up and with a book that she loved you know or like well it was her copy all the uh, better like there oh, was that's even, yeah. even better it was it was precious precious so precious yeah take notes ladies and so I, and I think there is that, like, stereotypical thing that, like, mother-in-laws are supposed to have this, like, mm. you know, you're, you're the monster-in-law, you know? Ah, gosh. And so I think it just, what you just said kind of shows and answers, like, mm-hmm. the question of, like, oh, just a little bit of kindness goes a long way, yeah. you know? And if the other person feels like they have a wall, maybe just, like, one kind gesture mm-hmm. could break it. Like, obviously, yeah. there that was two kind people, so there didn't so need sweet. to be, like, right. one, they didn't need to throw a rock at them thing, you know? Yeah. But I do think that shows... Yeah, and and for those that are dealing with someone that is somehow feeling threatened by you, 
just keep being yourself and don't take it personally because I do see that I, yeah. I see it and that is, is so difficult and just keep being your own true self and and don't take it personally and the guy you likes know? you for a reason right and you bring out a good side of him probably. right and right so and in the end what that. you have to offer that maybe the mother-in-law or the future mother-in-law is frightened by or insecure about will end up bringing so much to the family and 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 just being open and honest, I, I've learned over the years and through some of my situations that the more we try and people please or change who we are mm. to fit the situation, of course we have wisdom and we have social graces and those kind of things, but to try and change who you are mm -hmm. in, in a moment to try and make sure everything's peaceful mm. and calm in the end is destructive because if you're who you really are, then you can have the right conversations at the right time. Exactly. But if, if you're stepping in and pretending um, for their uh, on their behalf, then in the end, it's going to cause problems. Yeah, it's just not sustaining. It's just not sustaining. No. no it's so yeah. true. Okay, we had someone named Alexis. Mm -hmm. I, which I hope sometimes I say the names and I'm like, you're just like, oh. do you want to be honest? Yeah. Like, Alexis I, I, I know. We have, hey, on, Alexis. Emily's all does. Hi, Alexis. Uh, Alexis asked, did you find love at a young age? Ah, I love that question. Well, because your son Matt got married kind of young. He got too. married very young. Yes. yes, he got married at 21. Oh. Um, yes, um, he was a Marine, and they just once they knew, they knew. There, there's and love. that helps because of travel, like yeah. Right, right. They knew they just wanted to start together because he was in boot camp, mm -hmm. so they started dating. He went away to boot camp six months later. So they even did some premarital counseling before he went to boot camp because then he was gone for six yeah. months. She couldn't talk to him for four months. Wow. So here they, they had this beautiful thing, and you know, and they knew each other, but. Anyway, the, um, he, once he got out of boot camp, he was going to be stationed and start his life, and they wanted to do that together, so they yeah, got married. It was precious. precious. But I did. I had a high school boyfriend, and we dated for, gosh, like six years. And six years. Six so like years. All through college. All and through college. So. Yes, it's a whole other podcast as well. Yeah, but, but, but God knew. <laughs> but, but he also knew that I needed that relationship when I did. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and he's a wonderful man. He's here. He's great. And we are friends. Um, so it was a beautiful relationship. But then, yes, it ended for just amazing reasons, hilarious reasons. I might write a script about it someday. As you should. Sorry, <laughs> Mike. Actress, so yeah. Um, but then I did. I went away to college and, and dated my, my first boyfriend all through college. But then we did break up right at the end. And then I met my future husband maybe a year later. How old were you? I was, I met him when I was 22, mm -hmm. and he was, it was just, it, God purposed it. Like, it was, God's hand was on it. Um, mm -hmm. The marriage did not last past 25 years. He, he, just things changed, um, which is a whole different yeah. Uh, conversation as well. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I know that's not easy. It's I think not in the easy. Christian podcast no. world, they're going to be like, oh my gosh, my marriage ended, but that's like what... I mean, 50% of marriages go right, through it. Right, right. It doesn't change if you're Christian or not. No. In fact, I, I think sometimes the Christianese and the trying and, and trying to be in comparison, which is the enemy of contentment, looking left and right and trying to be the good Christian couple to, to, to reflect God's glory as we know that God intended marriage to be. Well, it takes people, two people really desiring that oh, yeah. to do that. It doesn't just happen. So he – it is – it's I look back over my 25 years I mean three years ago I couldn't say the divorce word I couldn't say it because as a Christian and growing up as a it's Christian it's hard like, to like come to no yeah. right and growing up in a tight-knit community where yes. like, I know you have amazing friends but yes like, it's like everyone's Christian everyone goes to church together everyone's yeah known each other for oh years. and and they know you're 
your husband, your ex-husband. Right, yeah. right. And it took everyone in it so by surprise. It was um, literally everyone said, if I could name 50 couples this happened to, you would never be on the list. So it, mm. it was just, I mean, where I've come to now is God has just done, ah, he's just so good, y'all. Yeah. He, just, he just renews all things. He purposes all things. Uh, he allows things. Um, of course, sin's very much involved, but he knows that. He knows it all. Um, mm. I would not change a chapter. I would not change a day. Uh, I, I know now why I felt often felt lonely. I know now why I sought him more and more. I know now why every Bible study I've ever done, every minute I spent with him, what he was building me towards right. because he he gave me such fortitude and grounding in him and my identity in him once all this started happening um but i did i met my my i heard someone call it a husband once and i liked that better than ex-husband <laughs> stop it right now i met my husband right it's like my ex and it shows like where your heart is like he was my husband yes yes and we had a wonderful life and he was the greatest father to my three young boys like he mm-hmm. just jumped right in you know that he, is a gift in yes he just God. showed up for everything he was he's amazing like literally wouldn't change a single word on a single page yeah. of my life even though there were some really hard times but um so I met him when I was 22 we got married when I was 24 we was so young and and you are like I but God opened that door there I you know I will look back now and say you young girls are far more advanced than I was as far as like knowing having intention behind what I thought I needed or wanted I was like oh, I just will fall in love and and I know I want like a good man and you know and mm-hmm. I didn't have I know now people are so intentional and I I but but and I'm I'm stammering over my words because God allowed it I was a prayerful yeah. young woman yeah. I was a spontaneous young woman for sure I was a whimsical young woman for sure, but I also was prayerful and I also mm. um, felt his voice and his pressing on my heart. I was to marry this man. And it, and it uh, quickly, I was like, oh gosh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, but I can do this. Oh, but you know, and I, if I just try harder, if right, I just, you know, work like, harder. Yes. Yes. And um, so we, we did have wonderful life, but now I've been divorced. It's coming up on two years. I am just delighting in this time. Like I, my prayer often during marriage or dating was always, Lord, you know my affliction. You see the anguish of my heart. It's from the Psalms. But uh, you have not handed me over the enemy. You have set my feet in a spacious place. I prayed that throughout my marriage, wanting to God to create this spacious place for our marriage to grow and flourish into what I knew it could be or believed he wanted it to be. God wanted it to be. But now he's set my feet in a different spacious place. It's yeah. not what I thought I was praying for, but it's the immeasurably more. I had this amazing life, but now he's letting me know myself more and more, and he's opening up this newness in my mind. And so I, it's just, it's just, del- it's just delightful. It's just delightful. Um, yeah. I think it's so beautiful how you can look at something in your life and like still see God's hand. Oh in my it. gosh, yes. Because I think in those moments, it's like you know we're young and like even like you know our friends are like 21 22 mm-hmm. like we would never imagine like saying god's hand and equating it to like something so harsh and oh. like going through that healing through that it shows that like this is what god's brought me and like looking at your own personal growth and saying that no 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 like every single second i wouldn't change it amen sister and i will tell you like i you hear you know when you're when you're in your 20s that 
suffering is part of it. Joy and pain go hand in hand. Live in the question mark. You know, the uncertainty is just a huge part of life, and God allows it. And you're like, ah, but, but, and you hear Christianese that says, oh, God showing favor on them when their family's right. so doing yeah. so well, or God yeah. showing them favor. I'm like, oh, is this, is this, no, she's not showing me favor. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. What, what, what did I do? I, yeah. I see it now, literally, where it says, count it a privilege, count it a joy to go through suffering. Like, I count it a joy because I, those dark nights of the soul, you know, Mm -hmm. those those dark nights where your brain's like, it's God allowing your brain to say, okay, that, I I can't understand why this is happening, but I'm going to go dark until you show me the light, Lord. And he Mm. will, and he renews it, and it's just, I, I, my life is... It's just so abundant, yeah. you know, abundant life no matter what. And I'm, I'm just, it's true, young ladies. The <laughs> suffering is for purpose. Yeah. It brings you through on the other side more beautiful, more refined, and more you. And that's what I would say more thing. Be you. Like good, bad, ugly. <laughs> Be you. And, um, and God loves that. Like let him tell you where to serve. Don't yeah. try and go serve where you think everyone else is serving. Yeah. Let him tell you who you are. Don't. Go ahead of him because I think I spent a lot of time doing that. And now he will bring it to you. Like he's bringing me things. I'm like, what? I get to do that. And you're allowing this and you're allowing that. So as you're dating, um, uh, um, which is new to me at 52, um, just literally do not. And it's hard to say don't compromise. And, you know, when you're starting out in a marriage or dating, you do compromise things to try Mm -hmm. because you're growing together. At my age, I just don't have to compromise that much. I'm all yeah. grown up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is my last day. Yeah. Like, I'm not changing around. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I'm so, I'm so um, uh, secure in my hope and where my hope is, and that's Jesus. And it's just my life right now. It is this new chapter of just, woo, and w- being that's with my so boys cool. and watching them thirst. It's almost as though the divorce needed to happen mm. for re- reasons far beyond this conversation that – Everyone started just thriving in new ways, yeah. and 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 God allowed it. And I yeah. I don't know why, but I He keeps offering peace and joy, and I just keep taking them up on there it. You, go. you know, this world is broken, so your life isn't going to always look like this perfect no. piece. You know, I think sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, like you'll you know, like I think the Christian life can easily say, like when you walk with God, like. Mm. You'll be walking in God's best. You know, like, there's going to be times where this isn't what God intended. Like, this isn't what he wanted, but here's the deal. He's not going to leave you there, you know? And we get a lot of girls. We even talked about this last podcast, so last week, but about who always ask us about singleness. And me and Kelly kind of were like, we've done singleness. We've told y'all, like, you know, but at the end of the day, we know how hard it Mm -hmm. is. And we get a lot of girls in our 20s who are like, it's so hard to be single and, like, Mm -hmm. wait for a good guy. And I think it's cool hearing your story because I think it's like, you know what, like, they're, you're, we're hearing someone who, like, is going through really hard stuff, but still chooses to see that it's a pure joy, and so, Mm -hmm. and I think you easily hear the classic pastor say singleness is a gift, and he's been married since he was 21, and, like, life's great, he calls his wife hot on stage, you know, like, (laughs) yeah, you're like, (laughs) you're like, yeah, you're like, it's a gift that you weren't given, like, you know, but I would just challenge you all to, like, think of Whitney's perspective, and that it is a joy, like, you're allowed to be, like, uneasy about your current life situation Mm -hmm. you're allowed to not like be like this is the best thing ever like you know what let go let god you can be like this sucks but like i'm gonna look at where my feet are planted and like see christ through here yeah oh yeah and i think it's so crazy because we think of this idea of of blessings to be like what you said it's like oh god it's favor on them god has blessed them to be this like oh achievement or something golden or something great 
But like, we look at the Beatitudes, like blessed are those who mourn, blessed right. are those. And I think it's just so crazy because we have tainted that. But it's like, no, blessings are anything that brings you closer to God. Like anything. 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 So that's like, what discipline is too. Yeah. Like we, we, we twist that around too. Yeah. Discipline is just adding to or taking away whatever doesn't bring you closer to God. Right. Whatever that is, it's so unique too. And I think as a young woman, it, that can become confusing. Like what that's supposed to look like. But all of that, suffering and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. discipline. It It's so unique. Like God will speak directly to you and it will look different you know it will look different um yeah that's so good that's so good Mm -hmm. so here are some more questions we got we got someone who said and obviously even though you don't have a daughter Mm -hmm. but someone wants to know how to develop a deeper relationship with your mom when it comes like mother daughter which at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you were a daughter i was a daughter right and like i think it's girls and guys aren't that different but like how Mm -hmm. do you develop deeper relationship with your own mother um the first word that's coming to mind is acceptance and that, and I literally, I'm going to, I'm saying that just God put that right there because I realize now my mom and I, my mom is 80. My dad died two year, years ago from Alzheimer's and um, COVID. And our relationship right now is more precious than it's ever been. And a lot of it is letting go of what I said earlier, the picture of what I wish mm-hmm. it looked like or what maybe my friend and her daughter and her mother's relationship looks like. That looks, it's so precious, and it's so, they, they do everything together, and my mom and I were very different. Like, we were very, I, she probably couldn't figure me out, and I would try and do the antique shopping with her, but I was like, eh. you know, it, it, that was just an <laughs> example. Me and my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom wants Honestly. a furniture shop, and I'm yeah. like, she'll try uh, to take me to J. Crew, and I'm like, this is not my style. <laughs> I'm like, Zara, she's like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Exactly, and so I think as a, as a, young woman I longed to be known by her mm-hmm. and now I see she did know me in her own way it, yeah. di- it maybe didn't make me feel as known as I wanted yeah. to feel but I probably didn't make her feel as known as she wanted to mm-hmm. feel and now I've let I let go a while ago of of seeking her acceptance because that's the pressure I'm putting on her you know and now I'm like I, I'm good and, and she's who she is and we are just having a delightful time so I think it's acceptance of the differences mm-hmm. and not um trying to force things that that aren't um natural for your mom uh this is speaking as a daughter and then as a mom with a with a precious daughter-in-law but in the way my mind would think is just i guess give them give them grace because we we literally are you're gonna when you get to be 50 you're gonna realize we're still trying to figure it out too yeah. you know <laughs> we're still and trying. i do think everyone paints this picture of like what their mom should have been growing up and like right. your mom didn't do everything right like right. you know like it's but, impossible but that's yeah it's impossible and so like remove the also the standards you had for your own mom mm-hmm. you know give her grace where mm-hmm. needed she's right. a human being she's and also she grew up in a i don't mean this in my way a different time i think yeah. a lot of the the sometimes the biggest tips we have are like different mindsets different yeah. mindsets different different day and age like like you know my mom like if it's like if she sees any young girl post a bikini picture she's like this is crazy and i'm like well i mean like i don't do that but a lot of girls do like you, you know, know like i like different and they don't yeah. mean it it's just normal for the generation you know right. and so i i know that that can easily be a thing and also yeah just 
finding the things you do agree on that you do a show, like even if it's simple, like a tangible thing, finding a show that both of y'all can watch. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Connect on that, like The Bachelor. You know, it's yeah. always a good trash. Selling Sunset, me and my mom both got into yeah. that. I love it. Different styles, different strokes, different mm-hmm. folks, but like yeah. we love to hear about Chriselle's dating life. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that is so true. I love that because it's like, like I was saying, the acceptance of the differences is so huge. And then just great communication, you know, just I think I got to where if I was hurt or or didn't understand something, I just recoiled. Mm. And I wish I just said, this really hurts me. She may not have accepted that well. Like, what do you mean? I didn't mean to hurt you. I'm like, okay. You know, but but it's just good communication. Just get it, get it out there. And the TV show is great because I want, I have different shows with each of my sons. Yeah. Yeah. But like my dad documentaries oh we watch some crazy thing but um my, and i and i meet them where they are so even when they were little i'd go get frogs i'd dig for worms you know like, <laughs> like you gotta get all hands dirty <laughs> so the shows is, I, when i see a baby now at the like on an airplane i'll be like so do you like paw patrol and they'll be like their eyes will like, like, oh, paw patrol? Like, so like sky or marsh because i nanny a lot everyone gets excited when you say something that's yes you can relate everyone wants to connect you know and and then some people don't need as deep a connection or don't know how to do it and to think okay she just doesn't know that it just doesn't it's not as capable or doesn't need that as much so to be aware of different connection um capabilities and um abilities is is a a big thing in both types of relationships dating and and mom i actually have a question i wanted to ask you because grace and i are both like you know want to be boy moms and stuff yeah and um i just see a lot of like men growing up in the church and i feel like the conversation surrounding like men's mental health is like just like just becoming a parent thank you god so like Mm -hmm. how do you navigate like growing like you know like the classic strong man but also it's like you can be soft you can be you can cry like how do you balance that especially now Mm. that they're in their 20s yeah i'm so glad you asked me that question because that has always been my number one priority like i just pray when they were born when the first one was born when the second one was born the third lord give me knowledge of their heart Give me knowledge of their heart, not what they need to do in this world to be yeah. successful. Not I, like I just scrapped that day one. In fact, my first son was born with all of his organs outside of his oh, body, wow. and he wow. doesn't mind me saying, except for his heart and his lungs. So he used to say the pledge like this. So I feel like it was, and I was told he wouldn't live a day. Like I was told that wow. probably a late term abortion yeah. was my best option, wow. and. Um, and then as the time went on, I said, uh, and it, it, you know, I would love to, it wasn't some great conviction of my own or great strength of my own mm-hmm. at 25 where I said, no, you know, I was just God pressing, just give him a chance, you know, Aww. just give him a chance. I'm like, we're going to let this baby go as long as he can. Yeah. And, wow. um, and he's 26 now. It's Drew going. Go. He's a miracle so and he's the coolest guy I know. Um, but I feel like God early on gave me a tangible, visible uh, sign of he's not yours, he's mine. Because I couldn't hold him for the first mm-hmm. two months. I literally, he was under, his organs were suspended above his body in a mesh sack. Sorry, this probably isn't what we were supposed to talk about today. But, <laughs> but mesh sack. Yeah, yeah. like a mesh sack. So like, keeping it real. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. It was like every day, they, it was like a tube of toothpaste. They put a little more down. So I literally could not hold my child. Mm. I could not 
breastfeed. Like everyone said, oh, you won't bond with your child if you don't do that. Well, it's always, but, yeah. You, yeah, you, you, yeah. You do one wrong thing wrong, yeah. it's going to ruin yes. it. Yes. And he, we are the most bonded. Like he, so I couldn't hold him. So I literally had to surrender him to God. Wow. And I think God knew I needed that because every day since I've just been like, they're yours. Mm. They're yours. They're yours. And so their mental health, their um, hearts were always the most important thing to me. So uh, I, by the grace of God, like he gave me the verbiage to say, um, oh, and, and, and I was a little bit girly at times. Like we had this aggressive fish tank, like it was called the aggressive tank. They were all fish in there. You could only have certain types where they might kill the other. And so they would all just have standoffs. They were like these angry fish. And one night, and they, it was in my son JD's room. And we, over the course of 10 years, had many tragedies in this aggressive tank. Yeah. And when he was young, I would start crying. Like, I'd get so attached to Frank and, and you know, <laughs> and dude and lion. And and I'd say, it's okay, it's okay to cry, J.D. It's okay. I'm sure you want to cry. You know, he was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I'm so fine, there, are, there are differences. But I feel like early on I knew to just sit and listen and make it an open place where mm-hmm. they could talk about their struggles and, and all that they were dealing with because – I saw early on that their little brains were so desiring to be known and, mm-hmm. and seen and, and understood. And I was so afraid of that, of that reverse of what that could mean, that they felt the pressure to succeed in a way that I could care less about. <laughs> I just want them to have hearts that are, are full, and I want them to have minds that are resting and at mm-hmm. peace in the things that are important. And That's so I early on set out to make sure I never – said things to make them feel that appearances were important or that their grades were important yeah, yeah. i right. never did the web what's it was it called web, web uh, no the where you get their grades before they even see them oh, the, we're online. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah 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 i forget what it's called but i'm like this is awful like i they're gonna come in i'm gonna be like i saw um, you know like yeah. the, and i knew that was happening i would let them tell me and just dignity showing them dignity yeah. and respect and yeah. letting them feel that so that then you gain it in return. And, and I think th- that's important because I think even if a girl's, you're not raising sons right now, but you want to have a relationship with a guy, like showing them that dignity too. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not just like remind, remembering that they have mental health things too. They're not just, mm-hmm. I think if somebody goes like, I want a leader, but like you don't need, like the, a leader is like, I think Sadie Roberts had said once, like you want a leader with a limp. Like, you know, yes. you want someone who's going to be honest about their thing. So if you create this whole, like, you have to be the street, big, strong superhero for me. And like, they're going to fail. So it's yeah. like, let them have that limp. Let them yeah. come to you about the hard day at work. Like if they have a hard day at work, don't be like, well, you're supposed to provide like your sales mm. aren't up, you know, let them be human. Yes. Let them be mm. human and see their tears and their, trying to process and figure things out is such a blessing, such a privilege to like walk alongside that they're being that open because that means that you've allowed that. that. Okay. Well, this is a quick question from yeah. someone saying, what would your reaction be if your daughter wanted birth control? Which I know you're not a daughter. That's I just know. I wanted to answer that though. Because I, I know. know. Yeah. Yeah. I going through that right now. Yeah. And that's a, such an awesome question to ask, to be that, that um, vulnerable and open. Um, so I, I think um, my mind's a, uh, just going straight to boys and what I knew they were dealing with things that I'm sure about searches they could do online. Like I'm just going to equate it to that almost Yeah. the curiosity, the longing, the, the um, desire to know things and to feel things. That's where the conversation should go. You know, what is it you're seeking and why? And with birth control, I think that there's, that it's such an important topic to have such a deep discussion. I think it's going to be very personal 
And I know with each of my sons, there's been huge life topics that have been so personal and I've had different answers for each one based yeah, on right. what I know God's doing in their life. So I would have to hear what it is, but I'm totally open yeah. to whatever God, how far love lets me go. Right. And he lets me go in that conversation. However, yeah, I actually, I wanted birth control in high school because I had like bad periods. Like they're very consistent, but they're mm-hmm. bad. And then I told my mom, but this has happened to me when I was dating someone. So I think oh, her first instinct oh, yeah. went to that. And I'll never forget, she took me. And then the classic, like, she, my mom just can make any move obvious. Like, yeah. she met my mom. Like, she would, like, she was like, okay, like, I have to go use the restroom. So left me alone with the doctor. And the doctor was like, no, really, are you sexually active? Like, and I'm, ah. like I'm like, I'm really not. Like, he wished I was like, you know, like, yeah. I was like, I was like, no, no, I just literally don't want periods. And afterwards, I remember being like, mom, I know what you were doing. I just, ah! and, and I, in my general, I was like, oh my God, my mom thought I wanted birth control for a whole different reason because I guess I wasn't straight up and clear enough. So it's no. like, and if you want birth control for like sex and like yeah. ha- you be straight up with your mom, like yeah, granted, be straight up. we're Christian podcast too. You probably know the route that we take on that. But like I get, oh, there's a lot of Christians who do have sex before marriage. I yeah. wouldn't advise it, but like it is important to take precautions yeah. in this way. Yeah. But also remember birth control doesn't stop STDs. So, you know, what does stop STDs is condoms and abstinence. So yeah, like yeah, girl. consider those. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think just like, don't just assume, don't just tell her a little bit of the story. It's easy because right. it's so awkward. Because then I was more embarrassed that my mom like had this whole, other story written because I didn't tell her much you know yeah. and she was like okay I'll I'll be the good mom I'll walk out like Aww. when they talk which was very sweet very if you think sweet. about right. it but afterwards I was like mom I, I really I want you to hear me that I'm not like yeah. you know yeah. and so yeah. yeah I think intentions are a huge thing in that in those conversations yes. like what are your intentions yes. what are you trying to avoid right. what do you think you know the end outcome may yeah. be like and I think just having the conversations you get to that right and and you're so right and I was privilege to have some of those with my sons and some of my answer at times would be what what will that look like a year from now if you mm. make that choice what will it look like five years from now you know what will it look like 10 years from now when you're sitting across from that person and right, you're married right. to someone else whatever it may be you know just oh, just think yeah. just think through it think you know just long-term. just think through long term yeah but I have a similar I'm thinking preciously of my mom now I had to go on birth control yeah when I was 15 because or 16 because I was so sick mm-hmm. yeah. and the word got out and it was I guess I was 17. I was a late bloomer. But I, um, my boyfriend at the time, that's, you know, long-term one, word got back to his, like, someone called his mom. Oh, Somebody, another wow. girl who was interested in him had told their mom that oh, I got on birth control. One girl oh, who uses the mom's Yeah. Like, guess what? To, to get towards my, my boyfriend. So um, she Messy. saw it in my purse because I had to take it at noon every day. And she oh. saw it, and she had her mom call his mom, and it turned into a thing. Oh, so the word God. was out, and the I word was, was out. yeah. There was always going to public school. There was a girl. She like alarms would go off. And goes, guys, time to pop my pill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Different, so yeah. crazy. Okay, so you are an actress, and you are Yay. obviously. I love how you put it. A prayerful woman. That's yeah. so mighty. I love that. Mm. So how do you balance that? Like bringing Christian conversations, yeah. like your lifestyle, because yeah. I know you're not a woman of compromise. So yeah. I respect that about not you. Not a woman of compromise. Yeah, baby. Oh, there we go. <laughs> a crazy woman, but yeah, I feel I have some. I have some grounding he is he is so god is so good i you know tons of mistakes in my life but a ton of them but i am i i love him and i i want to serve him and that's what i've been so surprised about are the things he brings to me that i'm like really god you're gonna love me i get to do that you know and um i think in my career as as an actress i started in like fourth grade and um loved it i was very introverted and it gives me a chance to get out and show parts yeah. of myself without be, you know it, it just I just I've always loved it 
meaning I was it was purposed in my heart. It was right. a God given right. desire, and he is he is so kept it on on task. You know, I feel like a God given desire can become a want and then it can become a need and when, when something becomes a need like oh I really need this in my life mm-hmm. it's basically an idol right because then when we think we need something like water we will do anything to get it right. and we will start compromising <laughs> ourselves you know or we'll start um, not listening to the Lord because we think we need it so badly so he kept it in the right perspective for me which to him be the glory for right, that because yeah. I would have been like ah, yes I do this and this and this and yeah. I just I love it that much and the experiences are so full so early on, when after I was married, I started a theater company, and it, and we didn't call it a Christian theater company, but we named it The Vine, and we wanted to just treat people with respect and dignity, like I've always, yeah. you know, and so we just wanted them to see something different. But before that, I was doing local theater and regional theater, and God would stop things in my life, like he would shut a door. And I know now it's because I wasn't ready to stand firmly, and not necessarily make choices, but to be in a conversation um, where people are talking about alternative views and feel okay speaking, I would just kind of shy away, you yeah. know, like because I, I don't want to impose. I don't want to yeah. impose or show them to feel judged at all or to feel that I think my, anything I have to say, I, I'm saying and it nowadays, to impact them. Nowadays, you don't them. know if you'll be kind of canceled for that. Yeah, like, you know, honestly. like that. You won't and be chosen. yes, exactly, and that can definitely happen, a hundred percent. So what God did is He slowed me down because I was like, God, I'll go do it. Then I was like, Okay, I can do this. I'll go do it for you. I will go and I will speak your name and he was like you know easy I can I, I'll say my I, name I when I need I got this I got this so as he started bringing bigger and cooler things into my life he just like I said earlier he just brings things to you you don't have to go and m- muscle them up you know you don't have to go and grapple for them to, to serve him or to show him something or to show the world something he brings it to you yeah. like he makes it so clear so I, I'm one project I worked on with a, a really cool actress she was young it was called um the spectacular now and i played this one actress's mom and a lot of the scenes were cut but it is on the dvd extras there you go. so <laughs> it, was, it was amazing to work on but we, we this is just an example i'm giving you an example because this is what he does every time mm-hmm. i go just open i go ready to go do good work for what i've been asked to do and I think that's what's important. Show up and do what you do well. Right. Take what God has given you, the opportunity he's given you, the gift he's given you, and do it well. And he will open the doors to have his name glorified or to have mm-hmm. his name heard. And especially in this industry, you know, because mm-hmm. it can easily easily turn something else. So this one quick example is go to this set. I'm in Athens, Georgia for like two weeks filming. And... One night, we were supposed to shoot at 11 p.m., and this actress, big-name actress, like, she was next door to me in our trailer, and it was an emotional scene I was about to shoot. So starting at, like, 10, I start listening to the music I listen to, to, like, kind of, because I just think music just, it just does so much to me. Yeah, so much. Um, I'm listening to it, and it's just, it's just really, you know, God's using it, and then we get delayed, and basically long story short all night long we got delayed until Mm. four in the morning my flight was at 7 a.m the next morning to come back home um and so we finally shoot the scene and and throughout the night like we'd have conversations out on our steps like we were like oh gosh and and at some point she's like do you have children and and that came up and I told a little bit about Drew she's like oh my gosh like wow to go through that I'm like I know it's just you know God did a miracle and and so little things came up and but nothing major so then we shoot the scene, and I'm saying goodbye, and um, 
I'm going to leave and she runs over to me and she's like hey this is back in Apple iTunes days so it was like where you had to like gift songs like you couldn't no Spotify this before Spotify I guess or maybe it wasn't maybe I just didn't yeah. know about Spotify <laughs> probably so right no I think back in the iTunes days you had to yeah gift it, it was like I remember that yeah. for 99 cents per one exactly so she runs over and she's like hey do you mind sharing your playlist watching what that did to you emotionally I just want to hear those songs I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, yes, when I get to the airport, I will. So I gift her. And, of course, so many of them were about the love of the Lord, right. you know. And so mm. here I didn't have to proclaim his name. She mm. came and asked yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. And he gave me that opportunity. People and are searching for that. Yeah. I always say, like, mm -hmm. if you want to shine, like, God's light, you have to be plugged into something. You know, yeah. when you're plugged into God, you'll realize he does the work. Like, he's the power source. Exactly. Like, you don't have to, like, it's not about you saying the right things. It's about God speaking through you. you know? Absolutely. And I think when you try, like, I mean, someone who's read both my books was just on call her daddy like you know yeah. Olivia Pontoon, she's bisexual sports illustrated model she's mm -hmm. awesome she read my first book post on tiktok without me like wow yeah you know and i think there's such a desire i think for everyone in such a media world too when mm -hmm. they're like they're trying to be known to yeah. know who created them you know right right so right there is there. there's a longing to know where this innate creativity is coming from mm -hmm. yeah. and so you'll you'll pick and choose what you think it is just to answer that question and you'll name it so many different things yeah, you'll like name people it so have called things. it so many different yeah. like you know other worlds or like the universe yeah, and it's just like yeah. you're almost there you're yeah, right you are, there. The, you are exactly. a child of the king you Amen. are a child of the king of yeah. kings he has granted you this beautiful life and I will say, as part of that, what I do with every project is, and, and everything in life, you know, giving thanks is mentioned over 170 times in scripture. Mm -hmm. I truly think it's, I think it's that simple. I think our relationship with him is that simple. He makes it that simple. Yes, it's mysterious and complicated. <laughs> but when it comes to just knowing him and loving him and living the life we're intended to live, give thanks. Yeah. Give thanks, and he will bring you right into his, his glory, like right to his feet. Like, just give thanks for all things. Uh, well, Whitney, we're going to thank you. Oh. Well, we're gonna you. thank you for hanging out, so, Kelly. Why don't you just do a sponsor? So, also, Whitney, we do we end each podcast by saying who we're sponsored by, but it's uh -huh. not actual sponsors. It's more just like things in our life. We're like this is sponsored by like my other one. I was at Abercrombie recently. Oh, I, did a shopping I love there. it. Mary Morgan's was the Johnny Depp trial because she was listening to that a lot. Oh you know? yeah. And so, um, and Johnny being free. And so, yeah, Whitney, so what is yours, Ketley? And then Whitney can go. Oh. I think I'm going to sponsor um, mine, or sponsored by, whew, sponsored by. During quarantine, my mom just like popped off on gardening. Oh, and so, my dad gardens too. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh, oh nice. And that's something like we Everyone like uh, bonded over. And it's not something where I'm like, I'll go out there with her. I love you, mom, but I'm not going that far. <laughs> but she'll love every time I come over, she Aww. loves just like taking me around. Be like, the papayas are coming in and like the blueberries. Do you want fresh blueberries? Aww. So, like, my mom, she's just been so fun with that. And like, she can't have like um, peppers just because like her diet. So, uh -huh. she'd be like, well, that's good to know because she's yeah, like, do your friends like peppers? I need to get rid of this. So I do too. I'll bring, I it. I'll bring it to you guys. I love it. I love it. So um, who are you going to sponsor or <gasps> sponsored by? Gosh. Okay. Two things popped to mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say them both. Top Gun Maverick. I, I love that. It's so it's good. Amazing. I we should go. We need to go. Okay, yeah. wa watch the old one first so uh, you'll okay. get all of the – have you seen the old one? No. Okay, I showed it to my boys when they were, like, this big. I'm like, you're going to watch Top Gun, <laughs> which is, like, one of my sinful mom things. I showed them way too much too early. <laughs> okay. But um, out great. Top Gun Maverick was just – it's just epic, and it's, like, flashback to old – it's so good. So, cool. so sponsored by Top Gun Maverick and sponsored by Asa Ebels. You guys, oh, I don't – I was just craving that this morning. It, 
I am addicted to them. They're so good. Where you go? Yeah. In okay. A so, uh, purple ocean. I a like purple. Soho a lot. Soho's Ooh. great. This Copacabana bowl up at Infusion, the truck. Oh. Their oh, granola is really I've special. Had, I've never had the truck one. I need to try. There's, their granola is very special. And then I love Create Your Own Nature. Oh, I, that one's good. But I'm addicted. Like, I think if someone asked me, what would you have on a deserted island? It used to would have been peanut butter and jelly just because I love it. And it's so satisfying. Now it's like a cold. It's an acaibo because it's, it's like as cold as peanut butter. I don't get that for dinner. Mm. Oh, I had chipotle so. for lunch. Might as well get acaibo. Yeah, yeah. Get something. I think mine would be my free people hokas, which oh. is okay. I was just looking at hers. They're so yeah. just complimenting me and. I love hokas in general. They're bright colors, which I like they bright colors. I think, like, the minimalness is in, and I'm like, come on, bring the yeah. bright colors. Like, I, I don't. Love. That's what free yeah. people is, though. They're very bright and, like, very, like, yeah. patterned. Yeah. Oh, there you go. This See? Okay, this was well, great, Well, we want to thank you again. This was so fun. So fun. Um, really appreciate it. So uh, thank you guys for listening. What's Whitney's Instagram? Oh, okay. What is, I was going to tag you. Oh, what is your Instagram? Go ahead and share it with sweet. us. K, oh, no. K, Whitney. No. Oh. Is it K? No, no, it's K, K dot K dot Whitney dot G. Okay, yeah, I, I switched it, it after sure. the divorce. So K yeah. dot Whitney dot G. Yeah. Yes, K. Whitney. Yay! Oh, you well, girls are again. Great. Um, thanks Love for hanging out with us. Um, if you haven't followed, go ahead and follow, mm -hmm. and we'll catch y'all next week.